Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Free speech is under assault like never before. Freedom is under attack more now than ever before. Because radical doesn't mean crazy. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. With the help of the media, big tech, and the global elite, the left is attempting to seize control of my generation. It's time to fight back. It's time to let freedom ring. Boy, freedom is ringing today. Freedom is ringing. We have a great show. This is probably, we got a lot of things to talk about, and I'm just not even sure if we'll be able to talk about all of them. And I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not even going to lie to you. But first and foremost, I think we need to start with the fact that Republicans need to start fighting back. We need to start fighting back. We need to take the cancel culture horn, bull by the horns, and fight back. Because the left does not care about you and I. In fact, the left is openly at war with our ideals. I want to go into a few instances of the left attempting, you know, potentially to boycott, you know, not necessarily conservatism, but what you and I hold deep at heart, the conservative ideals. So... First and foremost, many times, time after time, you will see stories of people trying to get uh, Fox News' advertisers uh, to quit advertising on Fox News. You see people trying to get the advertisers of one American news network, uh, uh, of Newsmax, of Dan Bongino's website, uh, Daily Wire. You try to see these people to get them deplatformed. You try to see these people to get the advertisers who advertise on these platforms to quit advertising with them. Because these people obviously are spreading misinformation and disinformation are seeking to ruin America as a whole. That's what the left sees. So they try to get people in companies to quit advertising on podcasts like mine. I'm sure before it's all said and done, I will hear from my advertisers that they have been receiving emails telling them that Noah Ring is a white ring, white uh, white supremacist. I'm sure all right, 100% got to be all right. I'm sure by the end of when it's all said and done, that will come out. But they also sometimes try to go straight to the companies and get the companies to try uh, to, to try to get people to boycott the companies. I mean, m- most notably... Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A's company website says it's it seeks to glorify God by being a faithful steward of all that is entrusted to us, to have a positive influence on all who come into contact with Chick-fil-A. I mean, that is exactly the company's, the corporate purpose. That, that's what it states on the website. Now, why do these controversies even begin? Well, 
the Cathy's, the the people who own Chick Fil A, donated a lot of a lot of money to uh, a foundation called the Windshape Foundation, which then poured money into organizations that espouse a traditional family model and oppose gay marriage. In 2010, nearly two million dollars was donated to Marriage and Family Foundation, uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and the National Christian Foundation. Now, my opinion on gay marriage has been the same forever. I don't care what you do, just as I'm sure you don't care what I do. But think about the second two, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, an organization I was involved in when I was in high school and I played sports. The National Christian Foundation, these are organizations that seek to bring either young people or people in general to Christ. I've seen many young people give their hearts to Christ, and it's thanks to organizations like the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. It's organizations like that that truly are on the front lines of winning more people to Christ. And the left likes to say that Chick-fil-A is a bigoted company. Well, I don't know much about their politics, but I do know that they make a good chicken sandwich. Then they try to go after Aunt Jemima's. They try to say that Aunt Jemima's syrup is racist because it was portrayed uh, of a slave. And that's just quite frankly not true. If you look at the story, the person who they portrayed as Aunt Jemima, they picked her in 1925. Now, I don't know about you, but slavery seemed to have been over uh, circa 1865-ish. Just saying, I think their math may be a little off. Well, then the oldest grandson of Aunt, the Aunt Jemima, the original person, said, this is an injustice for me and my family. This is a part of my history. The racism they talk about using images from slavery, that comes from the other side, white people. This company profits off images of, our, of us. And their answer to my great-grandmother's history, a black female, quite frankly, it hurts. But not, syrup's not only the ones who needs to be, wor- to be worrying. Uncle Ben's was founded as converted, converted brand rice by Eric Huselnlob and Gordon Harwell. According to the company's website, the name Uncle Ben's was incorporated in the 1940s after the founders found out about a famed Texas farmer who was referred to as Uncle Ben, who was renowned for his rice. They even went after the Cleveland or the, the, the Washington Redskins. About 100 years ago, about uh, sorry, about 100 years ago, the Washington Redskins became the Washington Redskins when they were in Boston. And then they said, today, we are announcing that we will be retiring the Redskins name and logo upon completion of this review. They said in a statement released by Dan Snyder, Coach Ron Rivera, and they're working closely to develop a new name and design approach that will enhance the standings of our proud, tradition-rich franchise, inspire our sponsors, fans, and communities for the next 100 years. But no Native Americans, they couldn't find any Native Americans who were offended that there was a team called the Redskins. In fact, they found a lot of Native Americans who liked the idea. Listen to this. This is from my friend Will Whitt over at PragerU. 
keeping the name Washington Redskins, is that offensive to you? Um, I don't think so. I, in my personal opinion, no. Um, I am a Washington Redskins fan. You know, I don't think it's terrible, you know, because the Redskins actually came down last year to with our Native American people and taught them how to do football, the little kids, you know. I don't find it offensive. Someone came to me and called me a Redskin to my face. Hey, it's my fault for letting that hurt me. Um, I believe as Navajos and as Native Americans, we have larger issues to deal with than name-calling. Yeah. Like I like the Cleveland Indians. So I thought that was pretty cool, but some people would say that was like a drunken native on a, on a logo, you know what I mean? But the Redskins, I don't, I mean, that's a historic, that's a fighter, you know what I mean? And like you look at the Apache helicopters, you look at the Navajo code talkers, you see people jumping on airplanes saying Geronimo. So that's just admiration that the, the, the American cultures that's adapting and bringing into their, their environment. We can't dwell on the past. Progress is in the future, and so we have to look forward as Native people. And so there you have it. That was about four or five truly Native Americans, not white Karens in the suburbs of D.C. Those are true people speaking about how they thought the name the Washington Redskins was not offensive. In fact, they liked it. Now, as a matter of fact, speaking of the Cleveland Indians, Pastor Daryl Scott said, as a lifelong Cleveland Indians fan whose very first job was selling snow cones and peanuts at Indians games in the old Cleveland Stadium in the 60s, I believe I speak for many in saying that the Cleveland Guardians is the stupidest name for a team in all of baseball, Pastor Daryl Scott said in a tweet. People don't want this. For those of you who don't know, Daryl Scott's also African-American, but people don't want this. You know what people want? People want to go back to the days... Of people want to go back to the days when people weren't weren't embarrassed weren't that's not what people want. And actually, I think it's really funny the uh, the owner of the Cleveland Indians, uh, Matt Dolan, uh, he's an American attorney. He owns the Cleveland Indians. He is also a, a state senator. Um, but he's actually running uh, to be the U.S. senator uh, to replace Rob Portman, which, you know, isn't terrible at all. But all this brings me to one point. Republicans and Republican ad dollars and Republican dollars need to quit supporting companies that absolutely hate us. Look, I'm from the great state of Georgia, okay? I, this is This is Coke country. But ever since... Coke has put out a bunch of anti-American, anti-white uh, propaganda. I have tried my best not to buy Coke. Now, is is me individually stopping, uh, you know, cutting a huge dip into Coca-Cola? Not at all. But many other Republicans are following. There was actually uh, a resolution that would have banned the use of Coca-Cola at any Georgia GOP events. And I think that we need to start doing something else. Another company, Ben and Jerry's, two trust fund socialists up in Vermont who sell ice cream. Now, keep in mind their ice cream is, I'm still not, you know, I'm a Briars guy. They don't pay me, but I'm a Briars guy. I like Briars. But listen to this tweet they tweeted out. The Rittenhouse trial displays yet again that our justice system is racist. How would this trial be going if he was a black 17-year-old that crossed state lines illegally carrying an AR-15 and shot three white protesters? We need real justice in the legal system. 
this isn't it. Now, I didn't want to be the one to tell them. I was hoping somebody else would tell them. But I think we have to tell them just how wrong they are. Because there was a shooting done by an African-American teenager. It was a school shooting. And the kid, the same day, was released on bail. It might have been the next day. It was back in October. Where I believe two or three kids were shot. And he was released on bail the next day. But that's not the point. That's not the only thing that these radicals up in Vermont have said. In July 19th, 2021, they released uh, a statement saying this. We believe it is inconsistent with our values for Ben and Jerry's ice cream to be sold in the occupied Palestinian territory. We also hear and recognize the concerns shared with us by our fans and trusted partners. We have a longstanding partnership with our licensee who manufactures Ben and Jerry's ice cream in Israel and distributes it in the region. We have been working to change this. And so we have informed our licensee that we will not renew the license agreement when it expires at the end of next year. Although Ben and Jerry's will no longer be sold in the OPT, we will stay in Israel through a different arrangement. We will share an update on this as soon as possible. It's time for Republicans to stand up and fight the radical radical left that wants to cancel us. They want you and I to cease existing. They are currently putting a young kid in on trial for something they know is not a crime. Now, in other news. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corian's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corian.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corian.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We need to talk about Liz Cheney. And I know I don't like talking about her either. I don't like her either. But the Wyoming Republican Party has voted to stop recognizing Liz Cheney as an official member of the party. The Wyoming Republican Party has voted to stop recognizing her. The 31-29 vote Saturday in Buffalo, Wyoming by the State Party Central Committee followed votes by local GOP officials in about one-third of Wyoming's 23 counties to no longer recognize Cheney as a Republican. The Associated Press reported, quote, in, fe- in February, the Wyoming GOP Central Committee voted overwhelmingly to censure Cheney, Wyoming's lone U.S. representative, for voting to impeach Trump. I'm going to play this clip. He just happens to stumble into it. So what does he do that night? And your colleagues, for at least in part, were elected to block the Biden agenda, which Republicans believe is too far left and could lead to other things. Aren't they correct to claim that your focus on the election and President Trump was somehow not going to get them to that goal? No, I I think that's actually wrong, Brett. I think if you look at uh, where we've been since the election, since January 6th, We've had a real focus uh, on making sure people understand that, that the Biden policies are dangerous. If you look at the impact for the people of Wyoming, banning oil and gas leases on public lands is really dangerous. It's really heartless. We've been very clear about that. What's happening at the border is very dangerous. So the issue isn't whether or not we stand against the Biden policies. The issue is, are we going to be a party that sits by silently while the former president continues to perpetuate lies about the election? And it is the case that there are too many people uh, in the leadership of the Republican Party today uh, who've been willing not only to sit by silently, but but to help enable that, to help embolden those claims. Here's a fact. Millions and millions of people, including Democrats, think there were things that happened in the election that should not have happened. Millions. There are at the very least 74 million Trump voters who are tired of people like Liz Cheney. That's why she was stripped from her position being number three in the House. And I want to commend Republicans on doing that. Donald Trump released a list of 13. I, I, uh, yesterday, I spoke about how I was in Walton County uh, and I was speaking uh, alongside a lot of people. And one of them was a former U.S. House member who's currently running for the House again named uh, Paul Brown. Paul Brown uh, represented the U.S. and the U.S. uh, the 10th District in the U.S. Senate. And keep in mind, this is something that, you know, I respect. He said that he held up up a list of people who he said uh, are traitors and that he said they need to basically be off you know, that these are the reasons he, he's running, okay? There are 13 people. 
and that includes representatives Bacon, Malatokas, Don Young, Adam Kinzinger, Fred Upton, Jeff Van Drew, Chris Smith, Andrew Garbarino, John Katko, and Tom Reed, Anthony Gonzalez, Brian Fitzpatrick, and David McKinley. These people need to be out, as they should be. Because they gave a failing president a political win going into the midterms. A president whose party just lost a state that they that they won a year ago by 10 points and lost almost lost a state they won a year prior by like 15 points. They These people need to be primaried. Because if the Republican Party is going to make a comeback, it's going to start with making sure that the people who are in office people who are running the com- running the the party that many of us are going to work very hard to get elected as Matt Slap I played on the uh, on the show last week spoke about we need to make sure that we we look at people and we say if we're putting you up on here if we're putting you on uh to a leadership position you're going to fight for the vast majority of people who sent you there the millions and millions of people who gave the republicans a majority in the 2022 Midterms, it's very important. That's why I. That's why I'm very uh, proud of my good friend Jake Evans, who's running for Congress in the sixth district, and Rich McCormick, who's running for Congress in the seventh district. I think both of them will do a very good job right here in the state of Georgia at flipping blue state blue blue seats red. They're gonna flip them red, and then after they flip the blue seats red, they're going to deliver trailblazing Republican uh, approaches to uh, to Washington D.C. I mean, Jake Evans has already been endorsed by Speaker Gingrich, by dozens and dozens of community leaders. Rich McCormick last year was endorsed by uh, Ted Cruz, everyone like that. Uh, President Trump also endorsed Rich McCormick. Because the future of this country right now is at stake. I mean, currently we have a 17-year-old kid who is on trial for something that, quite frankly, there shouldn't even have been a trial for. And we'll get into that in just a second. But before we do, we need to make some money, honey. So we'll be right back after this. Okay, so Beto O'Rourke has announced he's running for governor against GOP incumbent Abbott. Now keep in mind, Beto O'Rourke is not very good at running for office. O'Rourke ran against Senator Ted Cruz in 2018 in the Democratic presidential primary. And then he ran in the Democratic presidential primary in 2020. Now, Texas voters have already rejected Beto O'Rourke many, many times statewide. And they'll do so again because they know just how radical he really is. The Republican Governors Association said in a statement. But he is radical. As a matter of fact, I'm going to play a few clips of just how radical he is. Listen. Immigration is a very hot issue in border security right now. How are you on the wall? We, we don't need a wall. Really, because I seem to remember a time in which in the state you want to represent or you want to run, there were like tens of thousands of people living underneath a bridge. If you think the people in Texas, even Democrats, don't care about, uh, about the illegal immigration happening within, uh, within Texas, let alone the entire country, I think you're absolutely wrong. And that probably shows why you lost last year or two year two three years ago again and i'll put it like this 
Uh, I saw this uh, from justthenews.com. State House Representative Ryan Goyen becomes a Republican as GOP makes gains in Southern Texas. Hey, I wonder what's in Southern Texas. Could it be, I don't know, potentially the border? Longtime Democratic state rep Ryan Gillian of Rio Grande City, Texas, announced Monday that he is switching parties. He made he made the announcement at a press conference in which he was joined by GOP Governor Greg Abbott and Republican House Speaker Dade Fellon of Beaumont, saying, friends, something is happening in South Texas, and many of us are waking up to the fact that the values of those in Washington, D.C. are not our values, not the values of most Texans. The ideology of defunding the police, of destroying the oil and gas industry, and the chaos at our southern border is is disastrous for those of us who live here in South Texas. Now, Republicans have have been striving to make inroads in South Texas following an underperformance in the region by now President Joe Biden and the DNC in 2020. Gaines' decision to switch this party alignment is also the result of a GOP-led redistricting process that turned Gaines' district from a Republican leaning to a solidly red one, though a politician easily won re-election last year as a Democrat. Uh, Ronald McDaniel said in a statement, I am proud to welcome State Representative Ryan Gaines to the GOP. The Republican Party is a party of faith, freedom, and opportunity. So this Democrat, longtime Democrat in the U.S. or in the, in the state house, has switched to Republican in a place right not right by the Rio Grande, right where that thing I was telling you about earlier happened. He has switched to the Republican Party. But you're right, Beto. You're right. Now let's hear him talk about guns. The Democrats, if I vote for him in there, they're going to take my gun away. And even though I agree with you on all these other issues, I get, how do you have that conversation? Here's how we had that conversation in Texas. I shared with them what I learned from those students who survived the Santa Fe High School shooting. A uh, young student named Bree, uh, her friend Marcel, who survived another shooting, uh, the mother of a victim who lost her life, Rhonda Hart. They talked about universal background checks where you close every loophole. We know that they save lives talked about ending the sales of assault weapons into our communities. Those weapons of war were designed to kill people as effectively and as efficiently as possible. They should belong on the battlefield and not in our communities. Red flag laws so that if someone poses a danger to themselves or to someone else, they're stopped before it's too late. And what I found in each one of those 254 counties is that Democrats and independents and Republicans, gun owners and non-gun owners alike agreed. But this effort yeah, they agreed you were so radical that they, this is my least favorite thing. I hate when politicians go, yeah, everyone agreed, especially if they lost, right? Like, how did everyone agree if you lost? Obviously, people didn't agree with you if you lost, Mr. Beto, Robert Francis, Beto O'Rourke. Obviously, people didn't agree with you. Obviously. Now, he's running for governor. Do I think he has a chance? Absolutely not. Look, I have been critical of, of Greg Abbott in the past, and I've also spoke very highly of Greg Abbott in the past. So with that being said, I think that Texas has moved safer Republican in the last couple of elections, and I think that it will follow the trend of Florida in the next couple elections because Republicans right now, uh, Tim Pool put it a really great way. Democrats have gone so far left as a party while Republicans have gone about one point to the right. So people, average everyday people, are sitting there and they're looking and saying, hmm, well, the Republicans are saying everything they've been saying, freedom and everything, you know, uh, the whole tax cuts. and But the left, man, they're talking about defunding the police. 
They're talking about getting rid of education. They're, they're, they're talking about getting rid of my right to be in my child's education. That's radical. And that's not how they feel in Texas. And Texas does not want their guns taken away. Look, Texas is basically its own state. I, I got some trips planned there, and it was very interesting to see how big of a state Texas really is. I was like, well, I might need to fly between these. This gets us to the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Now, the jury is currently out on the Kyle Rittenhouse trial um, to deliberate, so I assume we should probably know by sometime this week how that's going to wrap up. But with that being said, I do want to play a clip that was said today in the trial and just listen to this. He just happens to stumble into it. So what does he do that night? Oh, let me tell you all the awful things Joseph Rosenbaum did. He tipped over a porta potty that had no one in it. He swung a chain. He lit a metal garbage dumpster on fire. Oh, and there's this empty wooden flatbed trailer that they pulled out in the middle of the road and they tipped it over to stop some bear cats and they lit it on fire. Oh, and he said some bad words. He said the N-word. Hmm. So he, he, he rioted. So, so he rioted. He was a rioter. But you can't say that. No. <laughs> you say he was a rioter. <sighs> You know, Joseph Rosenbaum, Joseph Rosenbaum also did. I mean, he raped kids, so I don't know how you want to figure that one out. He, he, he was raping kids. Um, so, again, you know, obviously, you know, not condoning, uh, you know, killing pedophiles. Not, gonna, not saying you should kill pedophiles. But if you fire some rounds into a crowd and the three people who get shot slash die are pedophiles and people who beat their wives and crazy people. Look, I'm just saying you have pretty good gun control, better gun control than that guy. That guy actually yesterday in the courthouse had a, had a gun. It was unloaded and he was pointing it around finger on the trigger pointing. Look, I was taught day one. Don't point a gun at somebody, something you're not willing to shoot, but I want to play this clip too. Of the opinion that the statute was uh, as interpreted by the defense. And, but there was not sufficient grounds to grant the motion to dismiss. Is the firearm here now? Yes. We can either measure it or you can stipulate that it is. it does not meet what I've stated are the requirements. Um, and if it uh, is out of compliance, if it, if it is, if the barrel length is less than 16 inches, or an overall length less than 26 inches, then I'll deny the motion. If it does not meet those specifications, then this most, uh, defense motion will be granted. We are not disputing that the barrel, that the barrel length is appropriate. Isn't legal? It is not a short-barreled shotgun, or a short-barreled rifle, yes. Either by barrel or by overall length? Correct. All right. And then count uh, six is dismissed. Um, so what the judge just did there is the judge just went ahead and dismissed the K. He dismissed the gun charge. Now, I said this. Uh, I think this was the first episode back from our hiatus where I sp- I probably could find that clip if I find it, I'll play it on the podcast tomorrow 
where I said the biggest thing Kyle Rittenhouse will have to answer to was if he had that gun illegally, it would null and void the self-defense claim. That was the biggest thing I was afraid of because I don't think Kyle went there acting nefariously, as I think the jury will also find that. But my biggest thing was if uh, it was found that he w- that he had the gun nefariously, it could null and void self-defense, which is a problem for Kyle Rittenhouse because self-defense is pretty much his entire claim, even as the prosecutor pointed out that, you know, we know that he led to the deaths, whether w- was it justified. So the judge dropping that also gives a big, big, big credence to the uh, to the defense that he had the gun legally. Legally speaking, he had the gun. So with that being said, it's going to be really, really hard for the prosecute prosecutors to to find this to find this young man uh, guilty. I, I really don't see a pathway to him being found guilty. I've been surprised before. But I don't see a pathway to him being found guilty uh, for the for the murders of Rosenbaum, Huber, and uh, the other guy getting shot in the bicep. Hey, Noah here. I wanted to take a second because I realized I don't know if you know who I am. So I like to take the last few minutes of every single show to tell you who I am. I mean, you turn into the dial right now. You know, you may have no have no idea who I am. My name is Noah Ring. I'm foremost the uh, the the most prominent college conservative activist in the country. I got my start a couple of years ago uh, in 2016-ish, you know, working uh, to try to help uh, Donald Trump get elected. Since then, uh, obviously, I've grown up a little bit since 2016. I was only 15 in 2016 when Donald Trump was elected to be the president of the United States. And I spent four years defending Donald Trump's uh, America First policy, defending him in the classroom. I uh, have kind of tokened that, that I, I fight for conservatism and Trump in the classroom so that's what I've done for the last four years. I've fought for Donald Trump against radical left-wing professors, students, administrators, everyone. I also helped to defend many students across this country. Look, a lot of people weren't lucky like me and lived in a very conservative school district. And a lot of people are afraid that if they speak out against their radical professors or their radical teachers or principals or whoever, that they will be ridicule and they'll be grade doc which if you don't know what grade docking is it's when they drop your grade uh, simply because they don't like you simply because in this case you support donald trump you support uh, pro-life pro-gun and you are for america first with that being said i am a contributor with campus reform meaning whenever i find some story that of some teacher doing absolutely crazy work or some college being overly overly biased i report on it because that is important the, the future of america is right is in college right now my generation will decide what happens. Gen X is overwhelmingly conservative. The millennial generation is overwhelmingly liberal. My generation will be the biggest thing. Because I saw a statistic a couple of years ago that by the 2028 election, my generation will be the vi- biggest voting block in the country. And I don't know about you, but I want to live under a Republican-led country led by the conservative ideals of limited government, limited uh, our personal responsibility, limited government, and liberty. That is what the Founding Fathers guaranteed to us, and that's what I want to live by. So every Monday, I'm right here, 8 to 10 a.m., whether you're listening to this uh, on the radio or you're listening to this on the internet live stream, I'm right here. If you ever have any questions at all, you can email me, noah at noahring.org. Uh, that's my personal email. I check that too many times a day, honestly. Uh, you can also text me at 912-254-4838. 
912-254-4838. But what I really seek to do with this podcast, with this radio show, is I seek to give my generation what is needed for them to fight back against the radical left on college campuses because I've seen firsthand what happens when one-party rule comes to these college campuses. You think can't you think California's bad? Wait until you step foot on a college campus because at least in California, you have the protections of the Constitution of the United States. At college, you don't have those protections. So that's, what I, that's who I am. That's what I'm doing. And that's why I, and I appreciate you, the American people, the great people of America listening and giving me this platform to be able to speak to you for, you know, roughly two hours a day, which my sixth grade teachers told me that I'd never make anything in my life talking so much, but look who has proved her wrong. Now, with that being said, make sure that you come back tomorrow at 8 a.m., 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. every single morning. We have great guests on all the time. We've interviewed uh, former Secretary of the Agriculture, Sonny Perdue. We've interviewed Marjorie Taylor Greene, Mike Collins, uh, Congressman Gary Graves. We've interviewed all these people. We've interviewed senators, congressmen, governors, uh, all these people who candidates as well, and just interesting people. We had on a guy named uh, Alejandro who used to be a member of Antifa and now and Black Lives Matter, and now he is one of the biggest people fighting back against those very organizations. So we have on great guests all the time, and we bring you the news that nobody else is going to bring you. You're not going to find these headlines on Fox News because I have a lot of I have a lot of people throughout the country who are looking for stories uh, that are happening in high schools and colleges and even even really some corporations. And Fox News doesn't cover those for whatever reason, so I guess I have to do that. So I hope that you will tune back in tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. as we take on the left one more time. I don't know how long I'll have this platform. I don't know how long I'll be on social media, but we will take on the left one more time tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., ending at 10 a.m., so it's perfect for your morning commute. And also, if you can't listen to this live, you know, some people are busy, whatever. I do typically upload the first hour, first 40 or so minutes of the first hour to the podcast, which you can find at noahring.org. But thank you so much for tuning in today, and we will see you on the other side. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.